welcome to the very first Afros and Knives podcast bonus episode. Well, it's not even really a full episode. It's just uh, about 20 minutes of your time and we can just kind of chat about some subjects or my hope is to chat about a few subjects that we touch on in some of the interviews that are posted on Tuesdays, as well as um, have an opportunity to share a bit more about myself and kind of the future of this particular podcast and my um, my intentions behind uh, creating it or starting it. And then, uh, you know, hopefully start a dialogue with listeners that will grow into something, um, grow into something great. So to start, my name is Tiffany. I am um, a South Jersey native. I always wanted to be a series of things. Well, not even a series, probably two things. Um, I always wanted to be a librarian and I kind of wanted to be a lawyer. I think it was more that people suggested I become an attorney because of my engagement in around debate and arguments and things like that when I was younger, but it didn't have the same appeal to me as like a librarian. I always um, followed my curiosity and being able to go into a library and check out a book and just really learn about anything that came across my mind was fascinating to me. And my biggest childhood hero was my second grade school librarian and I just thought her job was kind of the the pinnacle of all jobs like to be surrounded by information and free books all day long was probably like that for me was the ultimate job it still kind of is um but I you know moved to Arizona when I was in high school graduated from high school here got the bug for journalism and media and um began to pursue it in college and then just you know life took took me in a different direction and um eventually i ended up working in design and marketing uh for some time and had my share of like office jobs and admin jobs but have always had side hustles and side projects and things i was interested in and always pursuing um i am definitely an entrepreneur to my very core, I, I get that from my mother. And, you know, it's just never, I've never envisioned myself throughout to, to the end of my lifetime working for other people. So at this point, um, you know, I've worked in food for, wow, about 13, 13, 14 years now. It was always kind of playing in the background. Um, I think the longer I spend um, working as a cook or as an educate food educator, the more I remember the moments as a young person when I would pretend I was on uh, a cooking show on PBS on Saturday mornings um, or that I was, you know, a chef in a great restaurant or something like that. And so I remember as a kid, I used to do that a lot. I used to try and plant I used to try and plant things in our front yard as a kid. I think I planted garlic or onions or something. They smelled terrible after a while. So my dad had to dig them up. Um, But I always, it was always playing in the background, kind of like a computer program. And rediscovering that it was 
home for me career-wise was um, just a really interesting process. I don't think, I really can't imagine myself doing anything else now. So, um, you know, over the years I have had really great chefs that I've worked with and for. Um, I, you know, I love this industry. I love the ability to um, really shift someone's mood or meet a need when it was just a simple plate of food. I think serving food is one of those ultimate acts of human kindness and, and service to another person. Um, I think what cooks do, whether professionally or or not, is is noble and deserves a, a yeah, a bit more respect. Not so much the position, but the the action um, to serve someone a plate of food, to feed them, is um, has to come from a place of compassion somewhere, even if it's not for a specific diner or a specific eater. It's just the general idea that you have a a, a desire to feed someone and to see them happy and to see them satisfied and fulfilled. That's um, it's a, it's a selfless act to feed someone. So I'm always, I always respect the community of people who work in food in any capacity, growing it, cooking it, fabricating it, selling it, um, within reason. And so being in this industry has just brought me uh, a great bit of joy and challenge. And the longer I've gone, the more I understood that black women specifically within this industry just aren't visible. And not even in the fact, not even just for the fact that they're, they're black, it's that, you know, women have, women have a hard time, um, being respected in the industry overall. And if you you add the color of someone's skin to that equation, you end up with a, a part of the culinary workforce um, being invisible uh, as well. And, you know, and we're not visible across a couple of, of sister industries like wine production and sales and uh, hospitality, like, you know, if you can name for me a hotel owner um, that's female and that's black, if you can name for me, um, you know, there's a couple of vineyards now that are owned by black women and most people, they're not common household names, they're getting there, but they're not there. And so, you know, it's not so much about being noticed in a way that we are unique or special. It's really just about being as visual, as visible as everyone else who works alongside of us. And so um, I toyed with the notion of video and a blog and a few other outlets, but I, it really wasn't about me telling my story so much as a space for other stories to be told. And so the podcast came about and after a few different names and a few different ideas, the Af Afros and Knives, you know, showed up and it was essentially, it started as a, um, just a, a t-shirt brand, something that I could design to kind of express my love for what I do and my respect for all the women who do it. And, you know, something people could wear and, you know, it, it wasn't really taking off the way I thought it would. And, you know, people weren't really, you know, and they still don't, they really don't buy the t-shirts and stuff like that. They appreciate the designs, but, you know, it's not, it, I had to shift my, my focus a little bit and decide what's important. And so I decided to 
um, expand the brand into a podcast instead and just really tell the stories that I would love to be told. I mean, I have definitely watched my share of documentaries about white male chefs, about female cooks who made a household name for themselves. And amongst all of that, you just don't see black women and their stories being told. And, you know, my I am of the opinion. And yes, it is just my opinion that, you know, American cuisine were was built and created by the hands of black female slaves. And so the fact that we are missing from the conversation is very telling. And so for me, I think it was just, it was time to A, discover other people like myself who love the, love the industry, who love food and wine, who love hospitality, who love being of service to other people and working at, um, with high levels of excellence and, and, and service and allowing those women to have a space to share themselves and share their stories and their history. So that's kind of, that's the inception of the Afros and Ice podcast. Um, what I would love to do, um, is to create a video component to the podcast where some of these interviews are video and um, and you can actually kind of see, you know, see that interview take place and get some history and background. And, you know, there's always, I've always had a, a desire to create a um, media company that is a digital, it's a digital, a digital media company, a streaming service that allows people to connect with visuals and stories um, and those stories being told by black host and black storytellers, very much like the, the Food Network or Tasty or BuzzFeed Food or Tastemade. So I definitely have my sights on that being the ultimate goal. And um, Afros and Ives is just one of the first products to come out of that idea. So that idea is still kind of cooking. Uh, it's in the pot and we're still kind of at a simmer, just waiting for it to get to a boil. So that, that concept is called uh, set the table media. And, um, it became official last year, but we haven't quite gotten to the scale in which I'm ready to just launch everything into the world and start having subscribers and so on and so forth. But it's coming and I know it's coming. It's just a matter of time at this point. So, um, but Afros and Knives podcast is, is essentially the very first series to come out of that media brand. And so hopefully in season two, we'll be able to have a few video interviews. Um, you know, I, I want to, you know, build out the, the podcast studio. So when I'm, you know, doing interviews uh, via telephone or remotely that, you know, there's something that gives a really high quality product. I think my biggest goal is to make sure that the quality of this podcast gets to a place that rivals the great podcasts of the world, that sound quality is great. And the interview, you know, my interview skills um, are sharpened and that the stories are told without interruption or distraction. And so that's my my goal um, in the next season is to really dial in the, the process and the technology and to find some sponsors who really celebrate the women I talk to um, and are willing to support the podcast. Uh, for now, the podcast is a hundred percent 
um, listener supported. And I definitely want to keep that as much as possible. Um, and, you know, all sponsors are definitely going to be women, uh, um, brands that um, celebrate black women and, sh- you know, show us in our best light and respect who we are. So, um, you know, even if there are a few sponsors, it'll definitely be um, those that are, are dialed into to who we are as a community. And um, so, yeah, uh, at this point, I am um, I'm def- I'm booking for season two. I, like I said, I have a, a, a dream list or a hit list um, for season two. And it, there are just so many women who keep popping up in my DMs and emails and um, and just, you know, I've, I've gotten amazing recommendations and um, I did, there's just, it's every, every season is 15 episodes and I really am trying to figure out how to fit all of these amazing women into a season. Um, and so, you know, because it's not quite a full-time job yet. And I mean, if anyone's willing to sponsor me so I can do this full-time and get as many of these women, um, as many of their stories out into the world as possible, that would be amazing. Until that day, um, there'll be 15 episodes next season, like there is this season. Um, and, you know, if you have someone that you'd love to hear their story and their background and, um, you know, definitely send me, hit me up in the comments on Instagram or hit me up in the direct messaging. And I am more than happy to see if I can get them scheduled. I mean, who knows? We might be scheduling into season three at some point here. So we still have a few, we're about halfway through season one. Thank you so much to everyone who is supportive and, um, who has been listening and subscribing and downloading and everything else. I just, I really appreciate the feedback and the support. And, you know, it's, it's like everything else in the world. If you don't put energy towards something, it doesn't grow, it doesn't get bigger. And, you know, I definitely know that in, you know, in the world of commerce, if people don't buy in to an idea, then that idea doesn't go anywhere. And so thank you so much for buying in the more we do these, the more, the more people listen, the more people download and engage, uh, with this content, the more, the, the more the, the media world and the rest of the world knows that people want to hear these stories and they're interested in these in, in women, in, in black women, in all aspects and facets and industries. So thank you again. Um, Let's see. I've got a couple more. I have got a few more interviews this season. I'm super excited about our our finale. I know, like every every interview has been mind blowing and has definitely like just filled my heart. And you know, I'm just I kind of overflowing at this point with um, with gratitude. And so um, it makes absolute sense to me that that this final episode um, happening in September happens in Morocco. And I am able to, I have the opportunity and the privilege to interview the only black woman to own a hotel in Morocco. And so um, definitely keep listening to each episode. And, you know, it'll be the very first um, in-person 
interview. All of our interviews right now are remote. So I'm in Arizona and all these wonderful women are all across the country. And so I'll be able to actually sit down and have a real life conversation um, in September with uh, the chef and the owner of this gorgeous hotel. Um, So stay tuned. I'm just going to reveal more and more details about that interview, about the hotel itself. And then when I'm in Morocco, um, I'll definitely, they'll definitely want to keep up with the Instagram live and some video because I'll definitely be doing some, uh, uh, some, some content from Morocco at that point. If you have ever been to Morocco, uh, you know, definitely throw me some suggestions. I am there for about 14 days on a food tour. So I'll get to see, um, some, some family farms. I'll get to eat with locals and cook with the locals. And I will spend some time in the Sahara, um, eating and cooking with the nomads that live in the desert there. And so I just, I'm really looking forward to getting my hands into a new plate of food and to eat some new flavors and, and dine with some folks, um, that I've never met. And, um, yeah, I'm just really excited. I love that food is the, the the common denominator. It's the great leveler. It's the thing that everybody does. And so it's a language that everybody speaks. So no matter where in the world we go, if we can sit down and have a plate of food with someone, um, we instantly can, can create, we can instantly create community and family. So um, with that being said, uh, thank you so much for listening to this very first bonus episode of the Afros and Knives podcast. There will be more coming. Um, some of these bonus episodes will be me talking about some subjects that we don't get to dive into and that are interesting to me and, and you know, are uh, I'm curious about or passionate about. And then others will be just snippets from uh, some of the interviews that uh, parts of the interview that you guys don't get to hear and or haven't been able to listen to and because they don't fit within the within the hour um, segment but uh it'll will definitely you'll definitely see more bonus content coming um and then finally we have a couple of things to note one is that all of the summer t-shirts are on sale at in the afros and knives store you just have to go to aphrosandknives.com and um you get uh 10% off or excuse me 15% off um of everything that is from the summer uh the summer designs and if you sign up to become an insider which just literally means you get the newsletters and you know you get discount codes and stuff throughout the year and maybe some cool recipes and some exclusive content. So it's, it's really great stuff. Um, but if you sign up to become an insider, you get 25% off. So that's, um, a whole 10% more off of anything in it, off of anything in the store at this point. Uh, the fall designs are going to drop into the store probably towards the end of August. There's some really cool stuff, some hoodies, some flat caps. Let's see, I'm doing a fanny pack, um, a couple of neck pieces with the Afros and Ives Afro uh, logo on them. So there's some really cool stuff coming up in the fall in the store. Um, and then finally, we are going to do a kind of a mid to end of summer giveaway uh, in the next week or so. So you definitely want to keep your eyes on Instagram. There will be some really cool stuff, um, in that, 
in that giveaway. So um, thank you again to the audience. Thank you again to all of the ladies who have spent some time talking with me and sharing their stories on this podcast. I am honored to be the person to be able to share those things with the rest of the world. Um, I am looking forward to the rest of the season and to seeing how the Afros and Knives podcast grows. You guys have been um, amazing to me and extremely generous with your time. Time is our most precious commodity and you could be, you could use that hour to do just about anything and you, um, you've made a decision to sit in and listen in on these conversations that I've been having this season. So thank you again. And I look forward to some more bonus content and um, yeah, we'll talk to you soon.